Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast was recorded on October 11th. 2021 between the hours of 5:54 p.m. and 6:08 p.m. Events occur in real time. 20. doing but here on post your recaps we're having the worst day ever it's worst day ever that 24 season one recap podcast currently talking about season one of 24 episode 21 the 8 to 9 p.m hour i'm josh wiggler i am joined here by a woman who screamed wgf at the end of this episode emily fox it just got worse. It, it, I mean, that kind of is, you know, it's the worst day ever. What do you want? I know want? <laughs> it's on a scale of increasingly worse things happening because it's the full day, but what the hell? What the actual F uh, yeah. as things continue to escalate here on 24. Uh, you thought that uh, scary lady jail was going to be the worst <laughs> for Kim. But unfortunately, Kim Bauer I'm has. I'm laughing maniacally because this is absurd. Folks, at this hour at 5.45 p.m. on Monday, October 11th, mm-hmm. 2021. And we're, Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. Uh, I, I, it, is, it, is, I, it gives me no pleasure to report that Kim Bauer has been kidnapped again. It's she, just she's been like captured again. taken yeah. over and over yes. and over. Yes. Everyone keeps getting taken. Yes. I've had enough. <laughs> Emily has had enough. We're recording this one uh, much earlier than we normally do with about a week of real time in between us recording and the release of this podcast. So we have no idea how that effort towards 584 patrons is going. I assume we've crushed it. Yeah. We probably haven't crushed it. So keep checking. Go to patreon.com slash recap. soft push. Let us know if your support is still needed. Again, a custom pledge will do. Just a dollar for the month of October will get you season two of 24 worst day ever uh so consider it we just need that 584 patron push we have no idea where we're at with that because we're recording this so many days in advance but we're recording it so many days in advance first of all because we've got some travel coming up so this is good for our schedules to do it but the other thing is like i don't know 
we're in like the end game of season one, Emily Fox. I feel like uh, you've been really in all season long, but are you like, are you really edge of your seat at this point? I think I fell out my seat on this one. I fell out my seat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, this is too much. Is it like getting too stressful? No, it's not too stressful. It's just like, how are we going to wrap this up at this point? Maybe yeah. that's what I'm stressed out about. Like, only how are we going to be able to wrap it up? There's only three hours left to wrap it all up. And we only have a 24-minute podcast today. So we really ought to get going. Let's dive in. The episode, the 8 to 9 hour, begins, appropriately enough, at... 8 a.m. Although I guess it technically begins with right now terrorists. The whole spiel, which you Emily mean 8 used. 8 p.m. Uh, yes, uh, Emily, you did say uh, during that spiel from Jack this week. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna miss this. <laughs> it's just so silly. I'm gonna miss this. You right said now, terrorists. terrorists. Um, right now, David They've Palmer. My wife. David Palmer at 8 p.m. is watching the television uh, and learning that he has swept Super Tuesday. Yeah. Cleaned yeah. up. It's good for David. Good for David. Nothing to say? <laughs> You've got nothing there? You just want to leave me hanging with a little bit of dead air? It's okay. Overcast I mean, trims listen, that out. I'm excited for David. It seems completely improbable in real life that this would go this way. Uh, I don't know. We're in a more polarizing territory uh, however many years after this, so that might be about part 20, of it. About 20. 20 years. About 20 years later. Makes a difference, those two decks. Yeah, they yes. even reference a Fox News poll in this. Well, this is a Fox 5 show, I you know. know. So, I know. Fox uh, 25 for me. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. They always, if, whenever there's like a news thing, unless it's like a totally fictional thing, it's Fox News. Yeah, I mean, it Pretty much sense. all the time on this yeah. show. Yeah, Um They're like, we love how you handled the Ferragamo thing. Yeah, and I we love. you and I said, yeah. why? Because they blew him up. Yeah, they loved that. <laughs> they loved that. Uh, we go to Scary Lady Jail. Yep. Um, Rick's girlfriend is telling. Let's get real scary. Rick's girlfriend keeps saying, you're in my seat, Kim. And Kim gets up and goes to another seat. And she says, I said, that's my seat. Uh, and Emily uh, is not feeling this. It was stupid. Uh, but they'll be friends by the end of the episode. Um, at 8.03, David Palmer is celebrating on the balcony uh, when Mike says, you got to give a speech. You got to give these people a toast. Like, you've got an 83% approval from Fox News. This is huge. <laughs> and he's um, like, hold my champagne. David goes in. There's like this hilarious Muzak in the background. So this good. horn music that cuts. It, it sounds like a Seinfeld riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, he says that this is technically not a victory speech since there's more primaries ahead, but I'm going to make it sound like one anyway. And that's just like one of the first crowd pleasing lines that David trots out. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone around him is in good spirits and high, high spirits for the most part. Well, whether they are or not, Emily, they at least have to pretend to be because he gives an order yeah. and he says it will be obeyed with no exceptions whatsoever. Enjoy the rest of the evening. That's his that's his call to these people with three hours left in the show yeah. of the season. He's basically like, yeah, and relax. he's giving them a reprieve. Yeah. You know, stop working. Hard is what earned. he says. Hard, Hard earned. Um, Jack Bauer finally calls George Mason at this point in time and tells him that Victor Drazen is alive and you probably need to send like a backup team. And you were incensed about this. You're like, where was this phone call a half hour ago? Yeah, seriously. Jack showed up. You know, things were about to go down. Even if they didn't go down as expected, which like this is not expected, he could have at least called George and been like, did you know that Victor Drazen is alive? Right. He's, he, you know, he's about to show up here. Like, I think we're going to need some people to like come in like obviously he didn't want to blow up his spot too early but there could have been 
a better When you know there's only like six people in this place, like this is a good time to just like call your people and get back up on the scene as quickly as humanly possible. You know why? Yeah. Because someone had to die in this episode. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about it very soon. Um, So that's the call. George is going to send a field unit. Uh, Nina is really concerned. And George like gives her some razzmatazz. It's very inappropriate. He says, it's such a shame wasting the best years of your life on a married man and picking up Almeida on the rebound. And she goes, you're out of line. He goes, no, you're out of line. He clearly didn't take the harassment uh, test that he needed to. Uh, But I told told you that the actors who play George and Nina are married in real life. So you were saying, like, they must have loved this Yeah, they probably had a really good time Uh, shooting this. Tony comes back. He's got Terry Bauer. I guess they dropped off Dr. Phil at the hospital. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe we ever see that guy Why ever we again. Why call him Dr. Phil I don't know. entire time? We just did. Um, they have no word on Kim yet. They will by the end of the episode, but that won't be good enough. <laughs> Um, Terry's trying to figure out what's going on and like she's not responding to this like she's not picking up what they're putting down when they're saying Jack's in a situation yeah she's like well then get him out of the situation let me call him it's like he is unreachable at this moment in time everyone's just like shut up Terry Terry um, at this moment, I have in my notes Emily Fox saying, this episode feels like an A. It does. Uh, was something that you were saying at that mm-hmm. point in time. Um, Jack, Lou Diamond Phillips, and a bunch of other people are trying to guide Drazen through like this uh, this labyrinth, this underground bunker system as the other Drazens are like coming in to like, get them. Uh, and then a wall explodes, and they're forced to fall back, and it's getting really, really intense. It's not looking good for them right yeah, now. Yeah, bad, bad news. Um, George Mason is trying to reach Chappelle, not the podcaster, and having <laughs> no luck doing it. Uh, and as he's trying to make this call, Terry Bauer shows up to the office, uh, and George is like, Terry, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I just want you to know Jack is so important and no one's going to rest until Kim is here. And I just want you to feel really good about that. And she's like, okay, I really appreciate you being very kind. Yes, sure. Go talk to my assistant, Rebecca. She'll hook you up with anything you want. And then she gets him. He gets her out of the office and he calls Rebecca. He says, Rebecca, could you do me a favor and babysit Terry for me so I never have to see her again? (laughs) He's like, get her out of my face. Rebecca's like, sure, what do you want me to do? And he literally says, whatever, do anything. Just keep her out of my face. Yeah, which is an amazing thing. Keep her out of my face. The most realistic part of the show so far is the boss being like, get this woman away from me. She has no idea what's going on. It's an active situation. She is a distraction. It was so funny. George Mason be like, she's so annoying. Get her out of here. Just do it already keep her out of my face Rebecca someone had to say something uh really hilarious we're all thinking it absolutely awful but very funny moment in the show because like Terry's going through a lot and George Mace is just like nope um David Palmer is consulting with Patty about a speech and this is the beginning of a thing that (laughs) Emily had big reactions too. Let me tell you, this is, you know, like when you're playing Jenga and you have that one piece Jenga. that you put up at the end Jenga. where you're like, is this dangerous? Yeah. The answer is yes. probably the end of the game, isn't it? It's dangerous. This um, tower started to sway a little too hard, I'd say. Patty, who's like helping David with his speech, is like, I've been wanting to tell you something, but it's it seems inappropriate. It's, and we goes, it is inappropriate. Don't say what you're going to say because you, you picked up the vibe. Yeah, totally. Well, she uh, kept like looking up at him and I was like, stop. You stop this. looking at him like that. She says, you're so good and the country's going to be so good with you and you're so good. And David's like, stop. 
stop it. Yeah. Stop. What a wonderful and unexpected compliment, he yeah. says. And then he leaves. Ugh. And then Emily says, this is like playing whack-a-mole with bad plots. It is. Yes. That's sort of the exercise of watching 24. Yeah. It's like one bad plot line dies only for another to be reborn. Or it's like, like Hydra. pulling out a gray hair and four more appear. Is that how it works with gray hairs? I mean, that's the saying, right? Uh, I've never heard that before. But I bet it's true, and I just haven't heard it. Um... <laughs> So the Drazens corner Jack and his people, uh, and they get Lou Diamond Phillips at gunpoint, and Jack has Victor Drazen at gunpoint. And it's a standoff. And it's a standoff, and Jack is the one who lets Victor Drazen go because he doesn't want Lou Diamond Phillips to get shot, and yet Lou Diamond Phillips gets shot anyway. And Emily, you had a huge WTF uh, reaction to this. You were well, very yeah. upset. I was very upset. And then I said to you, and like some, you usually don't divulge what's about to happen. I try hard not to. Yeah, but I was like, oh, maybe he was wearing a bulletproof vest. And you were like... I was like, no, Lou Diamond no. Phillips is gone He's from gone. the show. That was it. I think he just showed up to be like, hey, Kiefer, what are you working on these days? Like, yeah, come on in. I'll put you, I'll slot you in for like a two episode arc. Sounds great. Uh, the show ends up taking off. I feel like there's an alternate universe where Lou Diamond Phillips like would have signed on for like a bigger role i uh, think he should have played phil parslow <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's a good pull um uh, andre and victor embrace they have to assume that alexis is dead and now on uh victor Jason is going to be talking for the rest of the episode which makes me happy collapse the corridor immediately whom am i speaking yeah he to? says take him we may need jack bauer as bargaining chip you do a better accent than he does. Uh, and so we go back to Scary Lady Jail. Uh, it got scary for a minute, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's then, all like, stupid. Kim, Kim and Rick's girlfriend get into a fight about Rick being a loser and how Kim's <laughs> like, he's not a loser. And she's like, you keep defending this loser. What are you doing? What does that make you? He literally kidnapped you earlier today. And you're going to stand here and tell me that he's good? But like Kim like is like, you better not try anything with me. I almost got killed today. You don't want to fight with me. And like it's like a big like stand up to the bully moment that seems to work. It does we're halfway through weird. the episode both the podcast and the show uh at 8 28 we're with drazen and bauer having a conversation uh where victor drazen goes what do you think i am some sort of monster <laughs> uh i see you consider yourself very informed you read magazine intelligent reports uh you have the audacity to judge me what he says good uh and jack says you're insane it's a psychotic fantasy and then drazen has a guy hit jack in the chest and he says our fantasy is coming closer and closer to reality wow yikshamesh uh george mason (laughs) calls victor drazen and victor drazen says hello (laughs) you sound like borat yeah that's victor drazen and he says uh do you want to see jack bauer again then listen to everything i say uh and they're not gonna let uh they're not gonna negotiate with terrorists george says but okay and jack gets like on the phone for a second like, they got six guys and then they kick him in the chest again uh <laughs> we go back to scary lady jail and some people are smoking pot and they try to frame rick's girlfriend for smoking pot <laughs> and then kim defends rick's girlfriend says she wasn't the one smoking pot and, like, she almost gets beat up for it. But then the cops are like, okay, well, we'll take her and this other person instead. Yeah. And then Rick's girlfriend's like, oh, I've been really mean to Kim. Can I tell the cops the truth that she wasn't involved in any of this stuff? And Kim's like, thank you. 
So she goes away, and we only see her again after she's, like, told the cops. It's so stupid. So at least it's mercifully short. Okay. Um, at Felt eight, long to me. At 8.34, <laughs> Jack and Drazen are still hashing it out, where Jack's like, you used a body double, which means you thought you were a target, and you let him get close to your family, so you're responsible for their deaths. And Victor Drazen's like, you think I don't know this? <laughs> Obviously, you dumb-dumb. I know. I've been feeling very bad about it for two years. I feel very stupid oh for what has happened. Uh, he says, but you now have to feel pretty dumb about it because look who's got the gun. Yeah. Uh, you shall share the responsibility of the death of my family. Well, like the whole deal was that his daughter was sick and his family came home a day early, right? Yes. The house was supposed to be empty. So yes. that explains why his wife and daughter were killed yes. when it was really a hit on Drazen to begin with. Right, right, right. So that explains like this entire Everybody did plot. their job poorly that day it Uh, seems like everyone continues to do their job poorly running theme running theme here on 24 Tony Almeida is the only one killing it I know that's why I'm telling you he's my favorite character all right so um Patty comes back to David with the revised speech and she's like you look so stressed out he's like I'm pretty stressed out I just hate this so much she's like why don't you just relax she starts to massage David Palmer. This is why every woman she goes, should buy need their this. husband a Theragun. You need this. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man. Oh, wait. No, Patty, stop. Patty, stop. Don't do this, Patty. I'm getting too comfortable, Patty. I'm never going to get off, I'll off never, this couch. If you couch. keep going, I may never get off the couch. Uh, and so he has her leave. And like David's like, I feel like we're approaching a line that I'm not so sure is very good for either of us. This is bad. Yeah, yeah, first it starts with moving paragraphs. That That's where it always begins. Yeah. You move a paragraph, and the next thing you know, <laughs> uh, Ryan Chappelle calls George and reads George the Riot Act, the Ryan Act. He's <laughs> like, you should have kept Jack on a tighter leash. And George says, why? What's the big deal? He goes, this was a non-event. Nothing should have happened here. Yeah, why did you call, why did you why did you call any of this in? You should no one told Jack to be there. You should have just let him die. Basically, what Chappelle is saying. Yeah, which is kind of messed up. And George, even George Mason's kind of like, "Whoa, Ryan, that's pretty cold." And then he's like, "Oh, whoops, I have a migraine now." Yeah, he's not feeling great. He the looks upset. Heavy uh, lies the crown. Mm. Head that wears the crown. Uh, so George Mason tells Nina, "Like, yeah, uh, so we're sending in the assault team in five minutes for a full assault. So, like, that's probably bad for Jack." Yeah. And Nina is not uh, not happy about it. So Nina is going to go to Terry because Tony has just told Nina that they found out that Kim is at a local precinct. She's on her way back in. So it's a little bit of good news, bad news, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, good news. Uh, we found Kim. Bad news. Jack has been captured. Yeah. Terry takes this relatively well. Yeah, yeah. It seems like she's, uh, you know, handling it the way that she probably should be. Relatively well. Yeah. Um, the assault team gets the order to to go ahead. Uh, I think it's around here that Emily says, like, ooh, this is like playing Among Us. It is. I was impressed with the reference because you've only played Among Us like the one time. Yeah. Um, but that like, was you've watched your nephew play Among Us enough times this to know s- some of this stuff. Yeah, I think that's why maybe it's not so fun for me because I just watch him do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, Victor Drazen, very sus right now, that accent. <laughs> that's not real. There's no way. 
Um, the cop who looks like he could be one of my relatives comes and gets Kim and says like, yeah, I feel like really bad. I've been a jerk. It sounds like you've had a yeah, horrible day. You're totally she's absolved. Like, Let's just hop in the car and go to CTU. Your mom's waiting for you. She's like, yeah, it's been a terrible day and you've been kind of mean to me and I'm definitely going to report you afterwards. He's like, his, don't worry about that. I'll be dead. I'll be dead. <laughs> I'll be dead. My you, nose feels fine though. Yeah. I won't even feel that anymore. Um, at the Palmer hotel suite, Mike Novick tells David like smile, a real smile. Look what you've been through, David. Uh, I can't believe it. You went through hell and back. The fight starts again tomorrow, but tonight you celebrate. Let it go for a little while, David. And David's like, don't you know that like things are still really bad? Yeah. Like the, the things with Keith are just starting up. You had a front row view of what's going on with me and Sherry. And Mike's like, that was awkward. <laughs> that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but he says like, uh, listen, you're going to the White House. Everything's going to defer to you. If it's your marriage that's going to help you get through it, then that's great. But if not... That's okay, too. You can have whatever you want, David. And part of me is like, what's he talking about? Yeah, it's a little intense. Oh, he's a little toxic. Yeah. Like, you can have anything you want, David. It's like, ah, I don't we know, don't Mike. Like that. We don't like that pump Anything? Up. Like, I don't want anything. Like, yeah. there should be restrictions here. Yeah. Like, no restrictions. Uh, I would eat dessert for dinner. The assault every night? But maybe on occasion. What kind of dessert and would you do for a dinner me dessert? Out, I would be like, I'm the president. Yeah. You can as you like slurp your pudding off of your spoon on the president it would not be (laughs) (laughs) so sorry i should have announced toot before i did that at the very least at the very very least okay moving on we have a few minutes left go 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 we're going we got time we can relax a little bit we've got time we've got five minutes and like two scenes to talk about i can do whatever i want i'm the i'm the podcaster emily oh my god uh so the assault team goes in but everybody's gone just dead bodies it looks like everyone went through a sewer and also they could go through as well but there are laser mines they'll need a half hour to cut through these laser laser again laser mines yeah uh, so they need a it's half very hour. much like uh ala entrapment yes it's a very much an entrapment scene this tack team needed Catherine zeta jones yeah she would have gotten us she would have been fine she would have been through that in a second zeta jones stepping out for a douglas for affair. a douglas affair um yeah. the drazen jones uh step out of the sewers emily goes oh they shawshanked it yeah they did uh and victor drazen would have been great if they put a rita hayworth poster up yes to cover that. yes uh <laughs> victor drazen says to jack i will offer you one consolation your family will be joining you soon ha ha oh and he's about to shoot jack when jack's like but i know where your other son is i got all this information verify it andre and andre's like oh god it's verified <laughs> he's got him oh god he does uh and so they're not gonna kill him now because jack now has useful information yeah uh, so instead, they're going to get him in the van. And he's not the only Bauer getting in a van, Emily, because Kim is in the back of the cop car. She calls Terry. I'm coming, Ma. I'll be here soon. And Terry I'm says, coming, oh, I can't Ma. wait, Kim. I just can't wait, Kimberly. Uh, I and thought they, you got that. They got you. I thought they got you again. No, yeah. they didn't. Uh, thank God. They get off the phone and the cars get car ramrodded. And uh, the the terrorists hop out of the car and shoot the cop who looks like my relative. He's dead. And then they capture Kim. She's been caught. It's happening again. And it's it's 9 p.m. It's terrible. The Drazens have two Bowers again. Terry's the only one who's safe. You know what we call that? 
What double we, B's. Double B's? Yeah, double do Bowers. Do we call that? Do we call it that? <laughs> yeah, double Bowers. You call it double B's? Yeah, double B's. I don't know that we do. And then we'll call it tri B's if they get all three. <laughs> they get all three B's. Yeah. Oh, God. Someone protect Terry. Summoning circle. Hope this works. Uh, protect CTU. So Kim has been captured. Jack has been captured. Uh, only three hours left to go. Letter grade for this episode, Emily. A plus. A plus. What gives it the plus? Because it's just so out of left field on everything. So right in the target area of like very entertaining television, but just crazy. You're just stressed out. You're massively stressed. It's a very stressful time here on the 24, Mm. but we're having a blast here on Worst Day Ever. We want to keep it going. Go to patreon.com slash recaps. Make it happen. Custom pledge. Even a dollar is going to do the trick. But if you sign up at that $5 level, you get to join us in the Post Show Recaps patron discord. So that's a big win. It is. Consider it. Patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. Um... Well, Emily, next week we are getting into uh, one of my favorite words to say, the anti-penultimate episode of season (laughs) one of 24. It's just so fabulous. What a fabulous word. Uh, So we'll see where this is going to go with Jack being held captive by the Drazens and Kim has been captured by the Drazens as well. How is it going to work out with David and Patty? Oh, God. My goodness. We will find out next time on Worst Day Ever. Anything else, Emily Fox? Patty, I wrote you a speech I want you to read and edit, and it's like, no. Yeah, it says, (laughs) no. Don't. Don't do this. Don't do this. Uh, rearrange the paragraphs. Okay. <laughs> we will not rearrange the podcast. We will be back next week talking episode 22 of season one. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.